And that's probably because you were dealing with financial abuse. I also had to pay off a lot of debt for my ex-husband, some of which he ran up after I left him. In my name. Yeah. You've got your show-off narcissist. And then on the opposite end of that, you've got your tight-wide narcissist. The one who won't spend a single penny on anything. And usually these are the more covert types because they're not so concerned about external appearances. They're more concerned about whatever their goal is. So they may not give you money to buy yourself or your children new clothes. Or they may not buy themselves new clothes. The thing about narcissists, they spend money even when they can't. They put their families in debt. My ex-narcissist used to go and steal all the money out of the bank account that we had. And we didn't have a lot. He would go and steal all the money out of the bank account and I wouldn't be able to pay the bills. I wouldn't be able to pay the rent, feed the kid, things like that. I would have to ask for help or figure out other ways to do that stuff. It was terrible. And I think narcissists do things like this all the time. Of course, I was young and broke at the time. Speaking of financial abuse, what the F? This is a bad one. There are a few important things that we have to remember about narcissists and money. And one of the first things is that money in general is a way to control people. Of course, narcissists are very aware of this. And even those who have just a little bit of money might get a sense of power and domination over the people in their lives or people in general. The same type of behavior happens often where they don't consider the family needs. They don't consider what everyone needs. They just want what they want when they want it so they get it. The thing about a narcissist is they believe that they are entitled to have the best things even when they don't have any money at all. And so if they can't spend the money, they'll steal the things that they want. They fool themselves into thinking that, in fact, there will be money in the future. There will be money to cover it. Even if that never happens, they continue that pattern, some of them. Bottom line, they don't have a normal relationship with money. Look, it's fine to be cheap, be frugal, whatever. I'm as cheap as they come. I'm always looking for the best deal I can find, right? But it's not okay to be pathological about it. If someone in your family needs something and you are responsible for providing the food or the clothing or the home that they need, that's your job, right? Narcissists don't see it that way. They're like, I deserve the best things and that's that. And I don't care if it means my kids don't eat that week. And I don't care if it means my wife has to figure out or my husband has to figure out how to pay the bills when I've taken all the money out of the bank account. But even those who appear generous by, for example, giving big tips, they don't do it to be nice to, like I, I get big tips. I always do. And I do that because I feel like it's a little tiny way I can pay it forward, but it's a few extra bucks, you know? what I mean? But narcissists will do it in order to establish themselves as somebody who's more important. They won't quietly write an extra tip on the bill. They will loudly proclaim the extra tip and they'll make a big show of handing them the hundred dollar bill or whatever just because it makes them seem important and wealthy. They always want to seem wealthier than they are, even a lot of times those who aren't. One of the ways narcissists abuse us is through financial abuse. Unfortunately, financial abuse is a common tactic that all types of abusers will use to control their victims. And while it's not exclusive to narcissists, it is often a factor in varying degrees when you get in relationships with them. The National Network to End Domestic Violence says that all forms of financial abuse might be subtle or overt, but in general, include tactics to limit the partner's access to assets or conceal information and access to the family finances. So it's right there with all the other forms of abuse, including emotional and physical abuse, as well as manipulation, intimidation, and threats. The National Network to End Domestic Violence says that these are all intentional tactics used by an abuser aimed at entrapping the partner in the relationship. And of course, depending on the situation, some abusers will begin to use this from day one in a relationship, while others will wait until the victim tries to leave before enacting financial control. This is one way that they abuse us by making 
making us dependent on them for our food, our clothes, our home, anything that they can. They will, like my ex, steal from your family bank account sometimes and expect you to be totally fine with it and just deal with it because they deserve whatever they spent that money on. They will exploit you financially on every single level that they can. They will stop you from acquiring your own stuff. If you wanted to buy a car in your name, no way. They'll buy it in their name so they have control over the car. I have one client who, with her ex-narcissist, they purchased a car together. It was in her name, and he tried to take the car from her. Luckily, she didn't fall for that one. They will do things like demand that every single gift or financial anything is in their name. They won't pay you the child support they owe you even when it's court-ordered, and they'll say things like, What are you spending that money on anyway? How dare you get your nails done? I know you're spending, you know, my child support money on your nails. That's none of their damn business what you spend your child support money on as long as your child's taken care of. Mm. Is it? Sometimes they'll go so far as to even ask you to have power of attorney over you, which is not okay. They will open bank accounts in your name and refuse to allow you to have access. They'll make you give them the, your paycheck sometimes or not allow you to have a bank account in your own name. They'll ruin your credit by putting credit cards in your name and never paying them. And of course, the reason they do this is to keep you hostage because it makes you have to stay because you can't go anywhere without credit, can you? They'll lie to you about how much they owe and how much you owe. They'll max out credit cards without your knowledge and not pay the bills, like I just said. By ruining your credit, they force you to stay stuck with them. They force you to not be able to go anywhere. You see where I'm going with this? Another important thing to note is that financial abuse is not socioeconomically, educationally, or racially exclusive. It happens across the board. Just like other forms of abuse by a narcissist, like gaslighting, financial abuse begins very subtly at first. And to the victim, it might feel a whole lot like love, concern being taken care of. Something that a lot of victims of narcissists report that they've never felt before. See how they're kind of twisting your experiences to get in there with you? Sometimes they'll prevent you from going to work. Like they'll say to you, we're in the middle of this big fight. How dare you think you're going to go to work? Isn't our relationship more important than your job? Well, of course, because if you lose your job, guess what? You're dependent and you can't go anywhere. So what this comes down to is that narcissists, depending on their level of narcissism and their type of narcissism, will control you in different ways with money. So the more cerebral types tend to be better about getting a job, keeping a job. Whereas other types of narcissists might be more impulsive and lack self-control. Of course, these traits aren't very good for the workplace. These are the narcissists who tend to sort of mooch off their supply, always saying they're close to getting a big job or getting a lot of money for whatever reason, but ending up living off of the victim's money. They will forbid their loved ones from having access to money. And when I say loved ones, I mean sources of narcissistic supply, let's be honest. Financial abuse is one of the most powerful ways to keep a survivor trapped in an abusive relationship with a narcissist. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons that people say they don't leave a narcissist is because of financial abuse because they don't have access to money. It's the truth. It makes it very difficult to stay safe if you've already left the abuser. And it makes it a lot less likely that you're going to leave in the first place if you don't have any access to money. Like I said, surveys indicate that one of the biggest reasons people stay in abusive relationships is money or lack thereof. Sometimes also return to abusive relationships because it's better than being homeless to them. Another study found that 98% of abusive relationships involve some kind of financial abuse. This is especially true when children are involved. And many people are far more likely to tolerate this for the sake of the children. So when we're talking about the narcissist who wants the person to stay home and doesn't want to let them out of the house, wants to control all the money and control everything, we're probably talking about a more driven type of person, but also a person who is 
perhaps even in more control than you might think. Many people with narcissistic personality disorder are very hard workers because for one thing, they always want to work on increasing their self-esteem and so they do set goals and often meet them, at least when it comes to outside of intimate relationships. They will be very generous giving us gifts, but of course then they expect us to do whatever they say without question. And if we don't, we're a horrible person. Narcissists will be all about flaunting the money. They will even use it as a weapon against other people who are less fortunate than they. This of course includes you and other family members who are involved. Since they're not good at sustaining these relationships, these intimate relationships, they often pour all of their energy into their job, especially if they don't have other interests or hobbies, which many don't. Narcissists tend to believe that getting a promotion or making more money will help them feel like they're actually worth something. These are the narcissists who tend to be more high performance. They tend to earn a lot of money or decent money and have success in many areas of their life. Of course, this doesn't mean that they won't try to also take what you have because they will. They think whatever you have also belongs to them. But for this type of narcissist, typically their charming exterior, their charming personality, and their ability to lie and or exaggerate their accomplishments leads to them getting a decent job and holding it. Of course, they get a lot of narcissistic supply from any success they get at work. So you were protecting yourself. You had seen what he had done and you chose to want to pay the bills. I should have done the same thing. I just had this idea in my head that healthy relationships did it this way. So probably save yourself some financial abuse. Good for you. So what are some other ways that a narcissist controls people through their finances? Well, first of all, you have to know that it's one of the most common tactics for control in a relationship with a narcissist. It's often a factor in varying degrees in these relationships. Some forms of financial abuse are subtle, like I explained to you just a moment ago, but in general, it's about limiting the access the narcissistic supply has to money. It's about hiding information about money. It's about controlling. Just like a lot of other forms of abuse, this is an intentional tactic that abusers use against you. It's all about entrapping you in the relationship. Some abusers will do this from the very first day of a relationship, believe it or not, while others wait until you try to leave before they actually start the abuse, so be aware of that. Often, the abuser will offer to handle the finances at first, sometimes even giving the victim an allowance to sort of take care of their needs. Again, at first, the victim feels a big sense of relief. They don't have to deal with the money right now and maybe they think they can trust their partner. After all, they're in love and maybe they just don't want to deal with the stress of it all. But of course this turns dark when typically the narcissist begins to give the victim less and less money for their quote-unquote allowance and the narcissist becomes increasingly controlling of how it's spent. Then when the victim tries to take control of their own money, they discover that their money has been moved or they no longer have access to their family money. This is just one more way that the narcissist is controlling this victim. Often they won't allow the victim to get a job outside the house and if they do attempt to get a job the narcissist will sabotage their job opportunities or if they have a job the narcissist will sabotage that by harassing or stalking you at work. Some victims find that they actually lose their job as a result of this. Again the family money is controlled by the narcissist and the victim has no access to their own bank account. The victim won't be included in financial decisions including banking and investments. They're not allowed or encouraged to get a job to seek job training or any other sort of school or training opportunities. Again it's all about control. And then when we're talking about the less productive narcissist who sits around, does nothing, expects you to pay for all the bills and pay for all the things, and still tries to control you, well, that's a whole other thing. Let's dig into this a little, shall we? 
It's important to note here that in general, this quality isn't just a narcissistic quality because we do have a portion of our society who seems to not want to work at all. With that being said, some narcissists seem to want to find someone to support them financially or otherwise. This is regardless of whether they're male or female. In this case, we're talking about the type of narcissist you might want to call a parasite. As far as work where they would earn a paycheck, well, it's limited if it happens at all. And they are famous for job hopping. In fact, some people joke that it should be listed as one of their many areas of expertise. These narcissists tend to become bored with any type of job or any type of person, friendship, relationship, anything. They don't really even know how to hold on for very long. They don't seem to think they have to work. If they can't get a job with a title and a big salary, which of course they're not willing to work for, well then they generally don't want to work. Some narcissists just won't work at all. Whether they're capable or not is irrelevant here. They just feel entitled to someone else's money. Some can't be employed because they've built their entire lives on a lie. They keep this hidden, of course, so they can extract money from other people. But if you look at their histories, their relationships, their work histories, you will see a pattern. Many will feel like other people have let them down, as in not giving them enough praise or recognition or attention, or they've suffered some kind of narcissistic injury, and this makes them think that their coworkers and or bosses are, you know, just trash, and in response, they might act out and cause chaos, and then they need to move on. They may, like I said, either their job hop or just choose to mooch off of their victim. In this case, you might have found yourself having to write bad checks or commit financial fraud just to stay above water. Or maybe your abuser ran up large debts in your name and you have no say-so about it. You might not even be aware of it at first. In many cases, the narcissist will refuse to work and force you to support them. And in some of those cases, they don't even make it easy for you to work by taking care of the kids or other household responsibilities. You might be paying for daycare while your narcissist sits at home and does nothing. Maybe your narcissist has helped to ruin your credit score, or maybe you've been forced to skip paying bills in order to indulge some desire of the narcissist. Maybe the narcissist has even gone so far as to steal your identity, your property, or your inheritance. Perhaps you've been forced to give up any public benefits you had, or you've been accused of cheating the system because of the narcissist. Maybe you've been struggling financially and your ex, or soon-to-be ex, just won't pay child support. Maybe the narcissist tells you that you're not pulling your weight around here. Even if you're working full-time and taking care of the house, the kids, the yard, and everything else, there's still just something you're not getting done to their satisfaction. Of course, this leads me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, have you been through financial abuse? Do you know what I'm talking about? Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below, and let's talk about it. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life, and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. And before I go, make sure you take a look at the videos I'm gonna leave for you right here and right there. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.